Greetings, welcome, hey y'all, into my peeps, sac passe. Welcome to another episode of the Redefining Grief Podcast with your amazing host, a little silly sometimes, um, and I'll also add your host with the beautiful vocals, Herdeen Mercier. Hey, hey, I am, my heart is just so filled today, like, I am filled because it is currently 4.12 in the morning. I am recording my fifth episode for Redefining Grief Podcast. And I'm excited because yesterday, March 1st, I announced to the world about my calling, my gift, me walking in obedience um, and embracing what it means to be the chief grief crusader. I am so stoked. I'm excited about this journey. My heart is filled with the feedback. Um, it recharges me with every review that I read. Um, it recharges me with someone saying a sentence. I never thought of grief that way. And you help me by, um, one of my my top love language is the words of affirmations. And when I tell you my community, when I tell you my Purpose to Platform sisters have really filled my soul with their reviews, my family, my friends, my amazing coach, Patrice Washington, my amazing coach, Courage Molino. I, I just, I am filled with so much gratitude to the point that I can't even sleep man and it's good like I took a nap and you'll meet my husband on the podcast one day and he woke me up around one o'clock this morning and saying you know you said you wanted to take a nap and get up so I am excited about I'm excited about being on the mic at four o'clock in the morning so that I can drop this into your spirit and we can get some grief recovery done um, during this episode. But I cannot go on without saying thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I have to read just some of the reviews so far that I received in regards to me walking in purpose, um, me walking by faith. And me being okay with not knowing where it's going to go, but sitting and believing that I know I'm, I'm home. My spirit is home. And so my soul is happy. So let's hear some reviews. Very first review by Courage Molino. It says a new perspective. Herdeen. Thank you for this podcast. It gives me a new perspective on grief. Redefining grief is the beginning of heal of a healing journey for things I never realized I needed to grieve, but carry the heaviness of it all the time. Thank you again. Love this. Thanks, Courage. MMH175 says, a change in perspective. I have been putting off listening to this podcast because I was not sure that I was ready to deal with and feel the emotions I have been feeling. In the first episode, her Dean mentions that the goal is to reach a 
happy soul. When I heard that, tears were brought to my eyes. With unresolved grief, dealing inside my soul will not be happy. I am looking forward to listening to this podcast to explore my grief. Highly recommend. Thank you, MMH175. I must tell you all that this is why I am doing this. Because I really do believe that we can arrive at a place where we're so happy. We spend so much time um, being fake happy, fake happiness, if that's even a word. But I, um, I want us to really, really focus why this is so important of redefining grief in our life. Because grief is really robbing us from living our best life. And I want you to take your life back by learning to embrace all emotions and with learning the proper tools of how to deal with your grief journey or all the emotions that you may experience in life. Your life is worthy of that. Your life is worth highlighting. A listening fan. Love this. Herdine is definitely skilled and gifted in this area. I highly recommend for anyone who is suffering any type of grief. Thank you. Thank you for reminding us. There are over 40 reasons why people grieve and breaking or shattering this stereotype that you only experience grief when someone dies. I am going to be bringing stories to you all to prove this point. There are over 40 reasons why people grieve and just continue to listen and I will continue to pour into you so that you can go out and rock this thing called life and I'll go ahead and read just one more it says wow I was not prepared for this I am not an emotional person but this podcast gave me permission to grieve thank you Herdeen you are welcome SC62 Zero zero two. Thank you so much. I will continue to drop out these reviews on social media, on the podcast. I appreciate for you taking the time out to rate the podcast because to tell you the truth, if you are learning so much in just four episodes, I'm about to record the fifth. Imagine how you can help unstuck a friend that may be stuck and not even know that they're grieving. And the root of their emotional um, unhappiness may be rooted in that area of grief. So I want to tell you, continue to share, um, continue to post, continue to contact me, continue to tag. I will continue to say that words of affirmations is what keeps me motivated. So I love reading your posts. I love reading your end DMs. I love reading your Facebook comments and I'm just so excited. Let's get into today's episode. The last couple of episodes, I will tell you that I talked about um, the anchors and I talked about truth is um, was the very first anchor that I presented. And today we're going to talk about the heart anchor. In episode number four called Truth Is, I talked about how imagine that you are in this boat, your emotional state is in this boat and your life is going to be anchored. How do you anchor your emotional um, self 
And one of the things I said was you first have to tell the truth about your grief. There has to be in a, there has to be a resolution, not even a resolution. There has to be an awareness of your grief experience. There has to be an awareness. I know I've experienced this because then now you can say, I have to have an action step with this knowledge. You know, a lot of us sometimes spend a lot of time um, writing down, being students, but you're you're a student of your life and that is going to require you to take action. And the very first thing I want to teach you is that truth anchor, telling the truth about your grief. And now today I am going to talk about my second anchor, which I believe will get you to a place of restoration with grief. And that is going to be the heart anchor. Oh, my Lord. In preparing for this episode, I did some research. I realized that women are, have a higher rate of having heart issues. And I'm like, you know what? Um, there has to be something connected to this grief thing. There has to be a reason why women have heart issues at a higher rate than males. But we don't know that. And I really do believe it has to do something with the super superwoman syndrome. I believe that it has to do with with um, our ability not to say that our heart has been broken. Like we want to carry on. We want to put on that mask of I'm OK all the time. I don't need help. We push people away. We don't get into communities to help our heart prepare. So I am going to talk about our heart. Our heart, you know, if your heart doesn't beat, you're not living. If your heart doesn't beat, you're not living. But I want to take it a step further. Some of us, our heart is beating. But the sad truth is, we're not living. We're not living. And so what action steps do you need to take to start living? So in this episode, we are going to do an emotional heart check. What's required to heal a broken heart? Not just broken, but shattered. Not just shattered, but crushed. Not just crushed but bruised and broken. How do we repair that? You know, I can agree with you. It is very hard to repair something you don't understand. Um, It's very, it's an awkward feeling when your heart is broken. You know, it hurts. You know, you want to shed tears, but you also don't want to be weak. And that's another thing about redefining grief is just because you shared tears, just because you said your heart is broken does not mean you're weak. It actually means you are very aware of your emotions. You have an emotional intelligence to say my heart is broken, but I am not broken. And with that emotional intelligence, now you can take the necessary steps to heal. 
See, I know this broken heart leaves you feeling um, at a loss of words. It leaves you restless and confused. This broken heart is sending out warning signs through chest pains, a shortness of breath, numbness, fear, worry, doubt. You may even feel like you're having a heart attack. Did you know that a broken heart syndrome is real? It's a real thing. Broken heart syndrome is real. One of my favorite movie is The Note. I haven't watched it in a while. I may want to spend some time watching it sometime this weekend. I'm going to have to really schedule it in because I don't really watch TV lately. Um, when you're working on your purpose, you'll find that TV can be a distraction. I digress. Sorry. <laughs> so broken heart syndrome is real. This condition can be triggered by a series of physical illness surgeries or a broken heart. A broken heart can lead to a loss of faith, a loss of trust, a loss of safety. Once you experience it, you tell yourself, you tell your brain, I never want to experience again. What do I need to do to put a mask around my heart? What do I need to do to put a locking key around my heart so that I never experience that disappointment, that rejection, and that yucky feeling that I'm feeling? And you tell yourself, never will I be broken. Never will I feel lost. Never will I feel stuck. Never will I feel dependent. And what happens is it creates an atmosphere of my heart is beating, but I'm not living. Love is a risk. Okay. Being in a relationship is a risk. But what I often find in working with clients or having um, some girl chats in my sister circle or my wisdom circle is that we don't like taking risk when we know that the we don't know the guarantee that we win. Whereas I, I take the risk of loving and knowing that the guarantee that one day my heart will be broken because I have to say goodbye, whether it's through death, the relationship has ended, but I'm comforting and knowing that I gave you all of me. Because I want to live this life where my heart is full. It beats. I feel it. And I'm actually living. So that's why this anchor is so important to me. That's why this anchor is really going to have us spend time in dialogue, discussion, listening to people's stories about why it is so important to pay attention to our broken heart. Why it is so important that we spend time healing our broken hearts. It's vital in this um, idea of living to your full potential. It is vital for you to understand that your broken heart does not mean that you are broken. Your broken heart does not mean that you are broken. Here is why this anchor is so important. This heart anchor is so important. It's because the moment you realize that you being sad or broken hearted, 
feeling rejected by something or someone, a comment, something was said, a situation, a life situation, a pet loss, whatever that thing is, that's normal. Once you realize that those emotions are normal, you can take the healthy emotional step of healing. So in this area, I want to leave you with this question. Has your heart ever been broken? Is your heart beating, but you're not living? If the answer is yes, yep. Welcome to becoming a grief crusader. Because my heart has been broken. I felt rejected before. I felt lonely. I felt abandoned. But I realized in me doing the necessary heart work and telling the truth about that rejection and telling the truth about that pain and processing it and learning healthy manners. And I'm always growing. I'm still growing, even as the chief grief crusader, even as a licensed clinical social worker, even as a human being, I'm still growing. How I was at 25 is not how I am at 38. So I am still growing and I'm still becoming more mature in this area of healing my heart. But I will tell you this. I have come to a point of my heart has been broken. My heart is beating. And I'm happy to report that I'm living. And as a grief crusader, That's you. I'm talking to you. You're a grief crusader if you're listening to this. I'm talking to you that if you do the necessary work of healing your broken heart, you too can show up for your life unapologetically. Like I like to say, you can actually show up for your life unapologetically. I definitely will be talking more about this heart anchor throughout the rest of my crusade of talking about and educating and informing individuals about the powers of spending time on your heart. (laughs) I'm definitely going to be doing that. And so continue to listen, continue to tune in. But remember those two questions that I ask. Answer, genuinely ask them. I want to hear from you. See? I create spaces so broken hearts can be heard and purposeful living can be restored. I want to restore you. I want to be your partner in crime of restoring you back to your purposeful heart so that you can really go out and have a life that is well balanced uh and have this abundance of joy and When you do experience life hardships, like I said, when you do experience life hardships, you'll know what to do with those emotions when they do come up. I am super stoked about ending my fifth episode. I haven't given it a title yet. Maybe broken hearts being restored. I'll think of something. I still want to hear from you. And remember, you can find me on all social media platforms at her Dean Mercier. However, where I like to hang out and play is Instagram. You can also email me. I want to hear back from you. What did you think about this episode? 
How did it benefit you? What do you want to learn more about? I want to know it all. Give me the inside juice into your heart and how I can help you in healing. It's your girl, Herdeen Mercier. I am your chief grief crusaders. And listen, grief crusaders, we got this. We going to do the damn thing. (laughs) We going to do the damn thing and live a purposeful life by restoring what was broken and remembering that although our heart has been broken, we're not broken. Let's do this. It's your girl, Herdeen Mercier, Chief Grief. Don't forget to rate this podcast. That's how people find out about us and where we're at and what we're doing. Have an amazing day. Remember, here at Redefining Grief, the goal is to understand that life is not perfect. However, living is the priority. Remember, the life is not perfect, but living is is the priority chew on that process it don't run away from me be in touch with your feelings it's your girl her dean and i'm officially signing off right now bye-bye